Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. Forens the fiance. And we are back, back, back like we never ever left. Hey. Um yeah, we're back. Uh how have you been, babes? I've been good. Am I lipsing the mic enough? Yeah, a little bit closer. A little bit closer. Send us your man. Oh sorry, your fiance. Oh. Okay. So close. I don't know how we got here, but here we are. Turn off the light. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Lord help us. Lord. Help me, Jesus. Help, help me, me, Lord. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah. So today's documentary, I really enjoyed. I it. loved this documentary. I, I feel like if I was a documentary, it would be this. This would be it. Even this or a sex one, like, th- but more th- like literally, this documentary was me. It was great. Like, I, and the thing is, it's a very visual documentary. So, yeah. So either you can watch it. That's if you're in the UK mm. on Channel Four, or you can just look on our. Instagram, yeah, two girls one doc, and see whatever screenshots we managed to share, yeah, with it, because, wow, wow. Can I just say, okay, I think we need to say what it is first, then I can say this. All oh, right, so yeah, so did I not do that? Okay, the documentary is called "The World's Most Luxurious Airline," and can I just say, <laughs> I feel the crime here because we are a crime in brackets documentary podcast. The crime here is that I've, I'm yet to experience such exactly. Thing. That is the that is the biggest crime. That is the biggest crime. It's, it's not that these things exist. It's not that they cost what they mm-hmm. cost. It's that I am yet to experience. There's I am living on this planet, walking and breathing, but I have not experienced this. And this just made me be like, I'm a raggedy bitch. I'm a broke. I'm a brokey. Brokeyana. I'm a broke ass bitch. 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 No, they can't bitch. see the twerk. Be on the twerk. Yeah, the twerk. Right, she's cool. there, but. This have you so have you ever watched um Come Fly With Me? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I was like, wait, I love you so much. Am I watching much. the wrong? I love you. <laughs> I was so like, did I click much? Did I click the wrong? <laughs> Especially because he, do you know I, the he who I'm talking about? Michael Andre, you, I love you. He looks like. So- <laughs> much do you know oh uh, do you know what let's begin because this makes no sense to you right now it makes oh really my sense god to you right now. Uh, and this is why like i know we have domestics on this show a lot. i know we do but like the she love be my is ass. so real like i love this girl so much because she's just in my head she's a bit of me she's a bit of me a bit of me right let's go let's go barbie girl scoot, okay. scoot. All right, so this whole documentary is about Singapore Airlines, mm. okay? Um, and we meet in the beginning this guy called Michael Andreu, <laughs> who is what a queen he is. <laughs> she is. She is the queen. And those eyebrows, fr- you could tell he you got them freshly threaded. Do you know when we for- used to go to the um the booth to get eyebrows threaded? Mm-hmm. In, um, and then everything we read after. No, 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 yeah. But then also, like, remember sometimes we would see like, those like Romanian men, like the mm-hmm. big, big burly Romanian men there. He's like that minus the burly Romanian. Yeah, minus. but he's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Where do you think he's from? I was thinking Greek, Greece, maybe yeah, Cyprus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so he's the customer services officer for Singapore mm, Airlines. And boy, does he know it. He knows it, and we now know it. <laughs> that sounds like this from Belinda Blink. Oh, yes. <laughs> they always say this. Belinda Blink. <laughs> and did she know it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a silly episode. Um, we actually aren't drinking this episode as well. So yeah, this is I don't all, know. This what is all this good... fueling from the, the energy for this documentary. <laughs> um, so Michael Andre, I'm going to call him Andre because that, I think better exemplifies his nature rather than Michael. Michael's a bit basic, yeah. right? No offense to Michael's out there. But Andre, you says he's been working for the airline for 28 years. Mm. And so he's he's got clout 
Mm. in this game he knows he is he's like he's that, one he's that of, bitch the best way i could describe his personality is like you know when you walk into like a designer store mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the essays yeah the, they they cannot afford the stuff mm-hmm. that's in there mm-hmm. but somehow they think they're better than you they know everything about it don't mm-hmm. you know they are better than you do you know why because they are the gatekeepers of the stuff whether they can afford it or not do you know what i mean and it's kind of thing where it's like they have they probably have seen people richer than you so even yeah people so you are, are lowly yeah. to them it's like yeah i know i work here and stuff but like, i've you think you're a big man mm. there's bigger men Do you know i'm what surprised I mean? nicole doesn't have the energy of us after she's uh put shoes on beyonce who nicole oh yeah Do you know i always oh, think yeah. about that i'm always like she must think we're such lowly oh, bitches yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um yeah so he's in charge of first class customers mm-hmm. and so he tells us he deals with a lot of celebrities which of course first class whatever mm. So we meet this 90-year-old woman named Gertrude who now lives in Singapore and she's been traveling there in first class. So she's traveling to Singapore God. in first class for 40 years. I just, at this point, I literally was like, Jesus, you need to change my destiny. Oh my it cannot notes. be that people are living this kind of life and that I'm not even getting a crumb. My notes all say, God, when? God, when? God, when? Because it's like, this is the wealth. This is wealth. This is not, oh, I'm yeah. rich. This is wealth. If for four, but then I started thinking, she's 90. She's mm. been traveling first class for 40 years. So she only, maybe she only got up when she was 50. Which means she's still got time. Yeah, but I don't want to wait that long. I don't want to wait that long either, Lord I've Jesus. I don't want to wait that long, Lord God, Father in heaven. Um, Expedite my success. Amen. Because this is wealth. Rich is going to Dubai. Yeah. I mean, rich the, is still nice. God, yeah. I'll take rich for now. Going to Dubai, wealth. driving a belt in Bentley, but going back on the economy class. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> wealth. <laughs> is you do this shit on a regular well first my daddy did this yeah Mm. i feel like if you i feel like her husband did this though but yeah either way either way either way however that is patriarchy i am willing to uphold amens so i feel like if you hear gertrude's voice you'll know exactly what she looks like right so she Mm. tells us i will not travel on any other because of the service because of the clientele because of the comfort and the efficiency because of the service and the clientele and comfort and efficiency. That's exactly how she talks. And she talks like this and she says, I would never fly with any other never. airline. Because why should I? The yeah. efficiency is amazing. The no. crowd. The crowd. <laughs> I did have tea with the queen, you know. I did have tea with the queen. The queen is my best friend. Oh, Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. Crumpets. Crumpets, darling. <laughs> darling. Darling. <laughs> um, so we hear that Singapore Airlines was the first to market cabins on the aeroplane. So like the first class had little suites. And this was ages ago. This was like 10 years ago, right? So they had double beds. So you can really do sleep on a plane. You have shutters and you have a door. And I just feel oh like God. this is the only way that I want to do at Maha Club. Like this is, if I want to do at Maha Club, this is, this is Not the way. the raggedy toilets. Thank this you is very how I'm much. trying to do it. Double bed. Shutters and blinds. I a double bed. Meanwhile, on the flight, I'll have to ask the person behind me, can I recline my chair a uh, bit? Sam, and I'll be telling the person in front of me, please do not recline I thought I was chair. lapping up luxury because on the way to Dubai, there was no one on my row, so I stretched out and slept. That's what I did. Yeah, when I was standing there, yeah, literally. Oh, God, you need to change mm. my destiny. Sometimes it's not good to watch these things because if you don't know these things out there, you don't feel bad mm. for the life you're living. You're just like, oh, it's fine. I just, I, but then sometimes I do think that there's this whole untapped market. Like, I, like, I told you about that girl that I watched on YouTube, yeah? Like, you don't realise how not rich you are until because you can be content with your life like i'm content with my life mm. i mean i can get what i need to get and stuff mm. however however i'm going to love my kids i still know drag race i feel like <laughs> the domestics have started i feel like 
I feel like you just don't, you just, there's just a level of risk that you would never, you can't even fathom. Like, literally, there's nothing that you actually cannot do in this world if you have enough money. Yeah. Nothing. Everything is possible. And that is the point of this documentary. In fact, exactly. we can conclude it there. There yeah. is nothing the mind can boggle that you cannot... That you cannot do. If you can imagine it, it can happen if yeah. you have enough money. Just and there's money. one thing this guy says later on, which I think is spot on, but we'll get there. We will get there. I feel so, like I know the quote. <laughs> yeah, literally, so like, cabins on a plane, basically. It's a suite. Yeah, it's bigger than my room, right? So <laughs> they say all of this to say that they started doing this 10 years ago, okay, trendsetter, and then all the competitors started doing the same thing. Yeah. So now it's starting to affect their profits because now all these rich people have options. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're the only ones doing this, this yeah. suite. And so the point of this documentary is that Singapore Airlines are investing half a billion, billion with a B, mm-hmm. great British pounds. GBP. GBP. So we see the unveiling of the new first class suite. Like that's mm. the whole point. They spend all this money. And so this whole documentary is showing us, you know, how the suite came to be. Yeah. And also like the new plane as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we meet this guy called Alex, who is an aviation analyst. And I feel like at this point, like we just meet him. I feel like I'm going to like him. I don't know why, but he looks really young. He's really slim, curly hair, tanned. He looks kind of Greekish as well. Yeah. Um, and he has a lot of followers on Instagram. And I, I thought that he's kind of like the Molly May of airlines. Yeah. But I think the aviation analyst is a made up job title. No, of he... course. I think he's an influencer. Yeah. He's just an like aviation. A plane influencer, yeah, yeah. But it just sounds. But what a life to live. Fam, Alex is. But this is the thing you need to find like in your this niche. life. You... Yeah. That's all. Once you find your niche. Mm-hmm. Like, and you capitalize on it. You're fam, good. You're like good to that go. kid on YouTube that just reviews toys. Yeah. Fam. What, what, what can my niche be? But Review. I thought you, you you do like reviews and like giving your opinion. Basically, chatting shit is your niche. You just need to nicheify it down a bit more. Because mm. even when you were doing your lives and stuff about TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, and there's TV shows forever. Like, that's something that's never going to die. Oh, well. Speaking dun, dun, dun. of, watch the space. <laughs> um, look at that. Look at me. Come on, try to say I'm a hater. Fam. I'm, I'm the wingman. Who said you're a hater? No That's wings. your guilty conscience. No, you do. You say you always say I'm bad vibes, and then, do you know what? Oh yeah. And so let's get into this because I actually resent that because bad vibes. Oh, is my. Actually, I thought we were gonna have like a domestic free well, clearly, episode. Clearly, we're not. Mm. Bad vibes is that is mm. bottom tier of things you can say to somebody. Mm. Really? Okay. No, cool. No, don't I worry. could. I could say that like. I say you have bad vibes, but I'm not saying you are bad vibes. I don't own bad bad vibes that are not they're not synonymous with me. I mean it's a bit of ban- it's a bit of banter. You're obviously funny. not bad vibes because I wouldn't be friends with you. <laughs> oh guys. In the end. Alex is from Essex. Um he seems like one of those wonder kids, right? And he oh, this bit I was like, what the He basically tells us how he can recite flight announcements yes that languages. was crazy and he doesn't he Arabic. said even though he can't speak the languages he can just like recite them so one of the languages so yeah one of the languages is arabic and he literally does it it's mad and just for the people who don't understand arabic obviously i'll translate it for you he basically says he's welcoming everyone on board the flight flight 454 Bound for Doha, departing shortly. But the thing that's that's me is being able to speak Arabic, letting you guys know what he said. The thing about it also is that he has the tonation right. Like if I just closed my eyes, and I heard someone say that, but oh, like it's just an Arabic man talking. Because I remember when we were when we were going to Tanzania, we had to go through Doha, Mm. and so they were announcing it. Obviously, I don't remember exactly what they said, and I don't know if it was right. But it sounded the same. same. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Literally, it sounded the same. But he lives at home with his mum, and I think I feel like this is a theme with all like 
aviation tech people oh the aviation oh yeah I didn't even talk about the other one because I know I knew you would so I said let me just give you a oh you didn't talk about it no I, 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 I noted where he came in and I said let me leave her because I know she's going to have words I have words for days I know, about I knew that you were going to have words but um, no Alex is calm like he has a cool gig like he gets yeah. invited to try out new features on planes when they come out like he just I just I think for us right influencing is very much beauty and mm. fashion and that is my sphere but this is a whole new niche yeah. and it's, it's an amazing one yeah it very much is like he get goes on flights for the first time mm-hmm. he does he does he, he does, does bits. his thing yeah, yeah he does bits he and does he, bits. yeah he seems to be respected in, within his community yeah because they invite him like it's like oh what Alex says really holds Masses, weight exactly and so the reason he's on this documentary anyway is because he's been invited to test out Singapore's new design Singapore Airlines new design so it's being designed and made in Wales I don't know why that was so random to me yeah not because it's Wales but because it's so far from Singapore yeah it's like Sir. Why not just do it close to home? Like, Why could you, you not? Fam, would not be ship, cheaper to like be crazy? Th- oh, would not be cheaper to bring the people to anyway? I guess they have their fans. Yeah. I don't know. But it looks mad complicated. We see one guy who's like telling us about how like certain things work, and then the director asks him, "Have you ever flown first class?" And he's like, "No, probably never will either." I will never open my mouth to say that, but. It, probably broke, it really broke, it really broke my heart because I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's like you like, imagine working for for the for this that you know. At least the good thing though, if you're building it, you kind of experience it because you'll see it, you'll step into it, but you just didn't really. But then also, even though you're experiencing it, you're not because you can never really afford that. I know. It's like the people who are making pretty little things, clothes, yeah. and getting they'll nothing. Never be they, to, they can't afford wear that. it. Yeah, wear it, afford it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of just like I don't know, just I don't know. It kind of made me sad a bit, but yeah. And Whatever. on that note, please stop dancing from PLT on the TL. It's enough now. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know. What, it just feels like racism to me. I'm like, I don't. It <laughs> smells racist. I don't know what it is. It just something about it does not feel right and to me and you know that the owner guy tweeted he's like okay cool cool I'm gonna give away a thousand dollars also it's dollars now it's no longer pounds yeah. sorry because it's cheaper because that's not that's no longer pounds yeah. no longer a thousand pounds that we're getting uh-huh. but yeah, no I'm stop annoying. dancing it smells and I kept racist seeing, I kept seeing ASOS's tweets I was like why do I keep seeing ASOS tweets and I realised I followed them and they didn't let me win yeah, so why am I still following follow- you the way I'm going to unfollow all of them but also someone did say that they feel like PLT are doing this to distract us from kind of like obviously you know the stuff going on with their warehouse and this and mm-hmm, that and mm-hmm. the third yeah, yeah it's like working. it's a good it's a good marketing technique and it is because yeah. now all the people who were crying out that oh prt did it myself included are we were we not pick me pick me yeah so. the thing is it's like i understand like cheap clothing like affordable mm. not even affordable cheap clothing mm. because if there was like prt and stuff when we were in college and stuff that would have been easy clothing to be able to afford and stuff like that mm. But I don't know, like when I see like big, big women like standing PLT, I'm just like, fam, you have a job, you have a career. Like you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to. You don't have to do this. There's Zara there, you know. You, know, you don't have to do this. I don't know. Anyway, either way, I didn't want anything and so I'm bitter. So take from that what you want. <laughs> so it turns out this part was really random, but like Singapore was also a colony of the British. And I just have in my notes, who did these men not colonize? Fam. Like I just, I just. Literally anyone they could see, they, they're like, oh. I want that one. Literally, I want that one. I want literally. that one. Fam. So they got crazy. their independence in 1963, which is mad because we, we were ago. 1960. Nigeria was 1960. Whoa. So it was three years after us. Mm-hmm. And look, they have their own, you know, own airline. And I remember there used to be, well, I don't remember because I wasn't the alive my dad back then. Was born there was like Nigeria, um, Nigeria Airlines or Nigeria mm. Airways, mm. which was like a proper big 
thingy. Really? Yeah. And then I remember my dad talking about it a time ago. So I went to Wikipedia to be like on Nigerian Airways just to make sure I wasn't moving mad. No, tell me you'd be able to. No, it was a whole thing. No, I think it's like Eric Airboy. But basically it says, it had a paragraph in there that was like, oh, due to like corruption and mismanagement. Daddy, 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 da. Oh, gosh. Yeah, why? it's wild. Because it used to travel international. It used to go, yeah. and, and this is another thing. I feel like the reason why BA and all these men can charge us crazy to go back to Nigeria is because they, they can. Because mm. what? Do we have Nigerian air? Even America have American airlines. Mm. Like, I don't know, man. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. I mean, I do remember hearing about Nigerian airways. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was lit. It's very weird. It's actually now that you think it was very weird that as a country we don't have our own like international. If you ever have theirs, if you ever airlines. Yeah, but. What do you mean? If you have an airlines, is lit. Uh, isn't that the airline where they had the crash? It is the one. They Bear had. places had crashes. Bear places have had crashes. But there, there's a Malaysia Airlines MH370. I know, I no, 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 no. I don't know where that one is. And that one is wild to me because I remember it so clearly. Yeah, but I listened to a podcast on that, and basically they were like the the pilot did it. They said that that was one of the theories, but like, how can they prove that? Based on some of the stuff he had been looking at, not the pilot, sorry, the co-pilot, because he was new. So the pilot was like supervising him. So based on some of the stuff he had been looking at, he had like a training simulation game Mm -hmm. that he was doing. And he only, he kind of like, he only learned how to do a particular landing that happens like when you like crash or something like that. It was something, I'll send you the podcast. Okay, it was so weird. And it kind of freaks me out because I remember that day because that's when I was in second year uni. Yeah. And I it was a Saturday. I remember it was a Saturday because I was on my way to work. Mm. And in the morning, I was getting ready, watching the news. This plane had gone missing. And I was like, oh, it's weird. I'll, I'll find out what happened when I get back from work. Mm. Come back from work, still it's had a found yeah. it's like eight. It's like six years later now because it's 2014. Yeah. Six years later now, no one, nothing. But that's the thing that like, is so crazy because... I can, like, that lack of closure would kill me. me. How can you just not know what happened to your loved one? Like, just, just like that, they've disappeared. Just gone. And then you will never know. People are seeking closures from relationships. I'm like, man, you're like, it ended, it ended. Yeah, like, you know what happened. The the person's alive. This is like, Crazy six years later. Imagine you And then I think three years after it happened, then debris washed up. Yeah, but it wasn't on... even the whole it was like a wing. Yeah, exactly. They still haven't found But that's the three black years box. after so how long had this been floating, floating? It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Mermaid little aerial and shit, they're playing with the That's wild fam. <laughs> the, the ship at the bottom of the ocean. Fam. It's Oof. crazy. Sorry, that got really heavy, guys. We're gonna bring it back up. Yeah. We're bringing it back up. Okay. Rewind. So while Singapore Airlines this is so funny to me. While Singapore Airlines are trying to get their new suite delivered and sorted, Emirates announced their new suite. Not only that, it's available already, right? They're like, I see your suite and I raise you one that you can actually fly now. And this is what we mean by real G's moving silence like lasagna. Literally. Because you're here doing an announcement, doing documentary. Your mate has surpassed you. Fam. Moving in silence. you need to be quiet. Fam. But the thing is that we do, do we, do, I don't know if you're going to touch on this, but we do talk, talk, touch on the fact like, some of the things that make Emirates and what's the other airline? Etihad? Etihad? Etihad. Yeah, like why they're able to move so quickly is because they have that injection of like Arab money. Arab money. We get an Arab money. Yeah, it's true. And also like... Them don't play, man. Yeah, their life is luxury. Luxury is the... Because even eat, when we went to Dubai... It was, um, we were in economy, obviously. Emirates, yeah. It was Emirates, that's it, it was mm. Emirates. But even the economy, I was like, it was oh, nice. This is the best economy I've yeah, ever And I've been in economy, I know my economy. <laughs> I know the in and I'm out. Economy con itself. Okay? <laughs> that's what I am. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing about economy. I, I know. Because <laughs> at Emirates, when I said, mm, okay. Okay, this look a little. Mm. I felt a bit fancy. Yeah. Fancy, fancy. No, um, yeah, they've got that. So th- they it's can true. move quickly. Sense, yeah, the Singapore true. people still scrambling about it's like true. trying to get the coins. To this day. 
Arab like call one shake. Bring, 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 bring. We saw for it. we see a video of the Emirates one, yeah. Mm. One of um Alex's mates, obviously, because they were in the industry, mm. sent him a video, and that one was remar- like I think it was low key better than the Singapore one. Yeah, the Singapore one is not all it that was great. Just a bit, trust me, I would be mad if I paid that piece, but we we'll get there. Yeah, um, the Emirates one was nice, but I would expect nothing less. But the guy also says that one of the suites. Um, that they're creating like so if you add up the cost of one mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. one suite it's a three bedroom house yeah yeah i mean obviously in wales but still <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's 50 no, it's feet true, it's true it's true no it's true but it's crazy yeah it's crazy yeah it's wild it's so wild it's so wild mm. it's so wild anyway so money in that was money see money yeah <laughs> okay money will see me um, so we're back with Michael and this is why I said that he reminds me of the people on the show Come Fly With Me mm. Come Fly With Me is just like British comedy with yeah, David yeah. Williams and Matt even Lucas. though I d- there's some it's, it's very problematic yeah but it's just very problematic it. yeah it's, it's funny I'm I feel sorry. like if you know of Matt Lucas and David Williams like you already know the vibe and, and that is exactly it you know what's his name David what Williams yeah so you know his character that like his character yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah that's exactly what michael looks that's like. michael andrew yeah 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 exactly i, was, I literally when i watched i was like am i watching the and wrong? then i thought i was imagining things so then yeah. i went and i typed in come fly with me. i was like did i imagine this show no i typed in come fly with me and i was like <laughs> right, right okay i'm not mad because it's it, it, even the sound the sound the sound yeah just the way he is just his mannerism and even the way it was shot yeah like, it's it was very just, come fly yeah, with me very come fly with me i'm gonna go and watch it again yeah so we we, we learned that singapore airlines is like the pride of the country because apparently I didn't know Singapore was that small it is I really want to go to Singapore yeah I really want to go there first of all the airport apparently has got like cinema in it like it's mad yeah like I always wanted to like travel through Singapore yeah to go maybe do a few days then go go yeah yeah. I really just want to do Asia in general because that's one place I haven't visited it's not every day America should we do Girl Strip I'm not going to America for a while yeah should we do Girl Strip after my wedding yeah pre my wedding I'm very like no we need to do a Girl Strip next year though okay so I've been looking at like wineries maybe we can do one incorporate it into my hen no, but I don't want it to be just about you. Then if, no, it's you, if, it's, can... no, but if it's your Hindu, oh, it's going to be about you. Obviously, it's gonna okay, be... go with me then because no, no, no. my money's going to be Okay, but wow, guys, can you see this? I'm saying, I literally have been looking at like weekend breaks in the UK. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like wineries or like vineyards or like wine tasting tours or whatever Martha's that we can I don't go know to. Martha's Vineyard, but yeah. Where okay, is oh, that? now you're smiling. So yeah, literally, we could do go on a Friday, come back on a Monday or something. Yeah, as long within as the UK. Wine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. So that's something I'm suggesting. That's just my Asia, and then I was like, okay, well, then, then you said, Singapore. But yeah, no. So I didn't realize Singapore was that. Stop doing your face. <laughs> I didn't realize Singapore was that small that it needed to be put on the map. But I yeah, just because all countries in Asia are quite big, so I just you just assume like Singapore's small. I don't know. There is something about people who can like they live just outside whatever is outside of Singapore, and then they travel into Singapore Malaysia, to work. Maybe it's Malaysia. Asia. <laughs> do you remember? I that? do. I do. I do actually remember it. And that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> Um, yeah, they like just live outside because Singapore is apparently mad expensive. Oh god, Singapore! It makes me hungry. I think about Singapore noodles right now. Mm. See, they are on the map. Um, about not so yeah. Map. So anyways, we meet this forty-year-old BK Tan Tran. Was it Tan? I don't know. He oh, looks twenty-five, it. which is really good. Good jeans. Does he look twenty-five? What do you think? How old do you think he looks? He doesn't look forty, but he gives me forty vibes. No, he gives me your weirdo vibes. No, he gives me forty vibes. He does. So he's a forty-year-old virgin. <laughs> We don't know his virginal state. We don't know his virgin. We don't know. We suspect, but we don't know his virginal state. Okay, and the, if you are a forty-year-old movie, virgin, for, that movie forty-year-old virgin was based off of the life and times of BK Tan. Not life and times of BK Tan. Um, but yeah, so he says this 
refurbished challenging Emirates head on. Okay, cool, whatever. So we get to his house where he lives with his mum and dad. So his mum and dad's house? Yes. I think it is his mum and dad's house. Yeah, it is. No, 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 no. So yes, yeah, it's his mum and dad's house that mm-hmm. he still lives in yeah. at 40. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. No, we're not going to do this. No, we're, <laughs> that's what we're not going to do. I'm not trying to be elitist. I'm not. Try- we're not going to do that because you know, you know, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. Rub your Vaseline. <laughs> so you go to his room and he has over 200 model aircrafts in his room and on display by, on display by his single bed and it's kind of like a, a single yeah because it needs space for the planes man you have but to consider it's one it. thing to still live at home at 40 but it's another thing to have a single bed yeah. it's childish no i think the single bed <laughs> and it had airplane covers <laughs> whoa this is how you know because what woman this single no but the single bed represents you not wanting to invite yeah, anybody true. but then i guess in your household you're not going to bring someone to your mom's house or so. man sorry i'm not trying to yeah okay you're, you're, you're not going to bring a partner to your man's house yeah yeah, yeah. Um, to your mom's house to your mom's house i'll bring arms out to your mom's ass <laughs> you don't want to bring no beef bring some beef you'll lose some teeth and again wow okay on my own then fine you are on your own with that one Fake you know friends. i'm not really uk yeah, yeah. It's, really, it's really a shame so yeah, um, and he had his nieces in the cabin uniform as well. Yeah, so the nieces. Was... So the, this is where I was kind of like, oh, okay, so this is like a family home. I don't know because you know some, because you know, because you know some cultures like every, you, everyone lives in the house. Yeah. Until like obviously a certain time, and you get married, and then like maybe you move out, or you still live in the maybe when you have kids, you move out, or whatever happens, you move out, right? So he was he, so he was kind of like, yeah, I live in the house with my parents mm. and my nieces. And so I was kind of like, is it that the nieces is. Parents raised, yeah. also live in the house, mm. which is like the whole you know family thing, or is it that the parents aren't about? So then the nieces he takes care of the. I don't know. I don't Either really way, he has a single bed with airplane covers. <laughs> I think that is the most important thing. That we need to take away from this. Ooh, I mean, a that is a takeaway. I knew you were gonna have things to say. That's why I just even left it. I said, okay, do your things. This yeah. But okay, there's this really problematic bit that I wanted to highlight. Okay. So he's talking about the Singapore uniform and the mm, women the ladies, who, Singapore the ladies, ladies. who, um, the air hostesses. Yeah. They're called Singapore girls. And it's a real thing. Like it's a real marketing they technique. They had a whole song. Yeah. They had a whole song. And we learned that this concept of the Singapore girl, mm-hmm. which are the air hostess, are meant to be like demure and sub- subservient and whatever. And it was basically a British advertising advocate called Ian Beatty who wanted to market, quote unquote, naturally attractive Asians to Western customers. So fetishize them. Basically. And it's been criticized because I can only imagine the sexual harassment that some of these women like endured in like the 70s and 80s working on these flights. And even the ones who weren't working on these flights. It's like, if I am a Singapore looking woman, young demure pretty just walking down the street mm. then people are also thinking like oh, oh cool. you're just another Singapore girl that i can, that I can yeah have my Richie. way with or you can do what i want um but yeah so yeah, that was very annoying it was very very crazy yeah mm. so we meet another first class passenger and he's proper northern like proper northern i think he's from <laughs> wigan and he's talking about how you get treated like royalty when you fly first class. And he's like discussing the different wines and champagnes. And he's like, you know, when I go on board, sometimes they have this and sometimes they don't. And you know, sometimes, it, you know, they've got like, like the good stuff. And I really like it. It's like, no, I wait till I get on board. Because when I get on board, they'll drink. have the Don Perion. Imagine a guy from Wigan. That's guy what from said. Wigan. He's like, imagine a guy from Wigan. <laughs> first like, class. Up up north, up north are seen as the more industrial, you know, yeah. the basic bitches. I don't agree personally. You guys know I love Manchester and adjacents, right? 
but down except south is supposed to be like the what's it? Except, except, except for Newcastle. Except for Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. Um, and inhabitants. Everyone's <laughs> one in particular. <laughs> anyway. Imagine if he listens to this pod. <laughs> he definitely doesn't. Okay, cool. Um, one, one. What was I saying? So apparently, like down south where London is, it's supposed to be oh posh, and we speak like this, and we say grass and glass and yeah. la 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 la. I remember when I went to uni in Manchester, right? And I said glasses, and they're like, it's glasses. Glasses? I was like, excuse me. What are you talking about? Very much. Glasses? But yeah, so basically, it's a bit weird for someone common. Mm. I'm doing quotation, guys. Don't get offended. Common, like, um, from Wigan is doing up first class. But good on you, son. Listen, if you got the quaints. We love to see it. Also, Godwin. Okay. Yeah. So we're back to Michael, because I love the way the documentary does this. It's like, we go back and forth different processes yeah within stages the, of yeah. the yeah yeah. yeah yeah so we're back to michael and he says i'm very good at spotting our first business class passengers they've just got this aura about them very chic just fabulous looking all around really so yeah and the way he says it it's like the rest of you are basic bitches i don't know if it's that i just think i just he's so in awe of the rich like i don't think i think he's one of those people that he if he could inject himself into that lifestyle he would i mean we all would no i think but okay i think there are there are people who look at the brokies and think oh brokies mm. and people who look at the rich ones and think wow oh my god amazing and the people who do both and i think that michael andreu is the kind of person that's like oh my god the rich the rich the rich the rich, the rich. like so engrossed with the rich mm. and stuff that like, he doesn't even think about the brokies. he doesn't even encounter them they don't even yeah come. he I guess is the he focus, in his life yeah he focuses on the first class in his job anyway yeah exactly he doesn't care about anyone else yeah. he doesn't see anybody else he is in awe like he la- he laps that shit up he loves it oh what a what a queen he loves it and i love him mm. so i wasn't going to include this next bit because but like as you kept yeah. talking yeah i was getting more and more annoyed and so yeah here we go <sighs> So one of the flight attendant trainee people is saying how many of the first class workers are men. She's like, loads of them are men. And she says that this is because you have to work your way up. Like you go through different stages and stuff, like with any job, I guess. Mm. But women usually have kids and then they leave. And then she says, The men will will be able to stay on. They don't have to worry about putting on weight after childbirth. And I'm like, sorry, is childbirth the only condition under which weight is gained? Is that the only time that people can gain weight? Is it um, is it just women that can gain weight? But and it's is that only because they can way, yeah. literally? And so I thought she was gonna say like, oh, it's normally men because they don't have to worry about breastfeeding mm. or maternity leave and stuff like that. It's like but weight gain. But wait, I said, is everything all right? And then she goes on to say, we do have a returning mother scheme, but of course, you know, when they come back, they must be able to fit into the uniform. Yes, yes, because I think that would be the expectation of your customer. Sorry, and I'm not like oh. Sally or oh like Angel Lee you yeah. are now not wearing a size 6 it looks yeah. like you're wearing a size 8 you're a size 8 I now don't oh, sorry I want just, my money back just give me that Don Perry on like fam I was just like sis is and then I think this literally goes back to and I think why you mentioned that thing about the mm. British guy sort of setting these standards is so important because mm-hmm. it's like this is so arbitrary this doesn't mean anything I yeah. understand that maybe there has to be weight requirements in terms of being able to fit through the aisles and yeah, manoeuvre yeah. and whatever whatever but how much weight are you really gaining going from you being in that size to having a baby like it's not significant enough that now you cannot do your job it's really bad. right or am I bugging I no you're not it. bugging no literally i put it down because it was ridiculous but i think at this point we'd seen a lot of stuff that already was really problematic yeah. so i was just like oh Even here the makeup goes. stuff and the kind Literally, of and i just, and I was just like I was when like, i was watching this i was like this is not gonna age well this documentary i can't remember when did this 2018 yeah i was like no nah, things were a bit they should no, have but, been known but, better no, but i to, think it's it, the reason why i won't make a difference is because it's singapore airlines and it's singapore it's got nothing to do with us 
like us going on and hooping and hollering about it doesn't like matter but the people who fly it who like oh my goodness, i haven't seen anything so because them. somebody is upset about somebody saying it's pretty weird i should not fly my oh no but it's the culture of the different yeah it's the it. culture of the whole airline though like it's a very problematic yeah, it is, it culture is. even like when you see that amy um lynn Oh, the makeup, the, oh, the makeup she's woman. horrible she and you're not even oh fine. cover your sis you yourself she told one girl, you ain't no press oh no i do i talk about it next okay let's get into it so yeah. basically they're extra in it there's one bit where they're literally measuring the size of a bun to make sure it's regulation People and when i say dying. like like when i say like she gets out a ruler to she measure it, yeah. the bun like i've seen obnoxious buns and you don't have to measure them because mm. you just know like the makeup woman so that's the amy person She's telling one girl that her ears are poking at, poking a little bit. They said, no, she said they're a little on the ugly side and she should cover her ears next time. Sorry. She said cover some of your forehead. The way Fam, your bun said, is makes you look yeah. like a young, uh, as a young mother in law. She said, oh, yeah, you need to, she was saying, okay, good, you're lucky you get to keep your hair. Oh, no, you sorry, you're going to have to cut your hair. I said, who are you? Like, who are you? You ain't no prize. She and she really is, yeah. Anyway, to me, so let me just to you, to you. So, this next bit, Michael's getting mad excited because the royal family are flying, and he's like, Oh, you know, I can't tell you who it is. Basically, he's telling the camera, Oh, I can't tell you who it is because we see really important family, blah blah blah. Then we find out, and we know for a fact it's not the queen. So, then we find out it's the royal family. I said, Oh, cool, Lizzie and them, man, yeah. And then it's the royal, the Brunei royal family. Who? I said, like, Where is the Brunei? I literally was like. And she was who? like, nobody knows who these people are. I could walk, walk past all of them and like... You could who? be sitting next to me in the economy. I wouldn't know who I wouldn't know. I hate to say it. I hope um, I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. Sorry that man. I could be walking down the no, street. I like, know a thing. He really was like flapping like his tits about like excited. it was going to be like Lizzie and I thought it was going to be Lizzie and them. Listen, he's the guy. He's the guy in the French group. I was like, oh my goodness. You'll never guess who I saw today. It's like... And everyone's like, who that? But then his friends are probably the same way he is, though, yeah. so they probably are excited. I thought it was yeah. going to be Lizzie Mama Charlie. <laughs> Even if it was Lizzie, then. Even if it was Lizzie, and then what? Because you know, I was shaking in my head. When they said Royal Family, I was like, wow, what? No private jet? Nah. And then it was the Brunei. I said, okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um. So, next bit is about food. We see the airline food being made in the airline headquarters. They make everything fresh. Mm. Um. I think that might just be for first class because nothing she's I've tasted has ever felt. so fresh. Exciting, so exciting to me. Oh, tunes, bruv. I want to go to a rave so bad, but that was that. What rave have you been to where they played that? I'd like, I'd like to go to one. I'd like to see it. I would like to see it. Cheeky remix, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't think any food I've eaten in the economy has been fresh. Airplane food to me is just. But they have a separate. They said they have a separate section where they cook, exactly, the, and it made me realize that our food is basically just frozen Iceland dinners. Yeah, of course it is. I honestly is. like nothing we eat is fresh. She's fresh. <laughs> Apparently, the air pressure affects the taste of the food. That so was really they a create, good tidbit. They create the they recreate the conditions on the ground and then taste it. This guy, he looks like he just wanted to eat because mm. it was like I'm gonna get like how no. how. But the thing is, the food like it just doesn't look good to me. Yeah, Any airplane like airplane food just doesn't look good. I don't know what it is about it. Like even as they were cooking it before, mm. it didn't look appetizing. Exactly. I wasn't like mm. even though we're eating, I was just like this. I would so still be like, mm. like I eat airplane food because you're hungry. Then what else am I gonna eat? But it's it's never like mm, mm. I never think. I mean, wow. I like the crackers and cheese because at least that you know is yeah. I like when they have the bread with the butter. Oh yeah, that's I good. can't really get bread and butter mm. wrong. Anyway, I prefer like Emirates. Emirates' food would be better. I feel that if I want to, if you're gonna fly first class, who would you fly with? 
Sorry, when we fly first class, who do you want to fly with? Virgin. Oh, really? Emirates should be good though. I mean, the flight I took to Emirates mm-hmm. to and back, the plane wasn't that great. It seemed but like they it was have an old, old ones plane. and new ones. Yeah, but even ugh, when I went to Nigeria last year, the BA plane, mm. Lord, they just thought put these niggas, put in, these a, niggas in anything. In anything, because it was a tin even can walking past um, even even walking past business class. I was like, this is no, but trash. BA, I would have been so angry if I paid to business BA class. BA and business plane. class is notoriously bad though. I just BA yeah. have not refurbed their planes in it. Like their business, I would never pay for BA. Yeah, I've done. I've done is it premium or something premium with economy yeah but it wasn't i did it with virgin and you feel like you're in first class virgin Imagine. premium economy is I've really good i've never flown with virgin before it's uh virgin is my always will always be my preferred really like, yeah if i okay. can go virgin i'll go virgin. well next time i'm like out of the nation we shall see okay. Okay. so we're on the new plane now and we're on an actual flight and so the toilets the toilets did you see the toilets which the big one, the big one, bruh. It is bruh. bigger than my uni flat toilet, bruh. It was that wild. toilet was, it was proper nice. It was proper nice. Um, so the suites to me, they look like a little office. So like, yeah, they they've do. got like a tablet, so you can kind of speak to the air hostesses mm. that way. You can call them. They've got plasma screen TV, thirty two inches, which mm. is decent. How many inches is that? What thirty two? It's I quite mean, big. Thirty two. Thirty two inches. Yeah, it's quite is big. Is it like your no, my laptop is not 32 inches. Okay. It was bigger than my laptop. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Yeah, it was bigger than my laptop. Um, So they can, like, deploy the bed, which was, like, a single bed. I don't know. And there was so much faff about that it bed just, as yeah, well. Yeah, it just looked like... It, it, was, just, it looked like BK... I can't... <laughs> It looked like BK Tan's bed. It was like all this money for literally all this money for BK Tan's bed. It was. I was just kind of like. Do you remember the plane? Okay, okay, we'll get to that. Um, there was electric blinds. Um, the chair swivels so Mm. you can face the window and you can watch the flight. So. Alex makes a big deal about, oh my God, I can just sit down and watch the flight. Who is on a nine hour flight just staring out the window? Like, oh, let me like, stare. You've seen a cloud, you've seen a cloud. Like nothing else has changed. Moving my bird box. Like, Literally, just, okay, fam. Just close it and sleep. Just close it and sleep. So the bit that makes me just think, rah, this life, yeah. The director asks Alex, so why is all of this necessary? Mm-hmm. And Alex, our aviation analyst says, It's not necessary. Nothing in first class is necessary. First class is less about what is necessary and more about what they can impress you with. It's Bam. such a mood because nothing, there's no, there's no need for any of this. He says first class is less about what's necessary and more about what they can impress you with. And it's true. Like yes. if you've got the money, because at the end of the day, whether you swivel and watch the sunset <laughs> or I crane my neck and try to look in between the seats, it's the same sunset. There's okay, not one sunset in first and class. You know, I used to com- like comfort myself with that. Like, if this plane crashes, everyone will dead. Everybody, we everyone, everyone will dead together. It's not like the air hosts are going to be like, oh wait, you're first class, less. Yeah. Everybody, fight, every man for himself, got first know, maybe, you know, Maybe there's a private so maybe they just eject the first class. <laughs> all the rich, all the rich and useful to the economy have been ejected. The yeah, rest of first, you that first half scramble. of the plane, they will just eject. And you see the parachute, Literally. and the rest of us will just be like, "Right, is it? Right, is it like that? Yeah." Oh, geez, sorry, pen of all my sins. <laughs> rest of you peasants, scramble for your lives. It's crazy. No, so but, yeah. we're near the end of the documentary now, and we're watching the plane about to add, like the first. So Alex was on the delivery flight. Mm. Can I just say something? He also says that like he goes to the toilet and he does this whole inspection thing. Yeah, and like, oh, the so seat extra. doesn't go down. He's like soft clothes. Yeah, fair, whatever. Um, but then he also says like there's no shower which Emirates has and mm. it's kind of like you saw what Emirates did mm. they're popping why did you not include a shower because they should have had a yeah, shower exactly. in- but I think that they were sort of like near the end stages yeah. of everything by the time Emirates and- but like, he said it was it. a cultural thing I don't know what culture that is I guess also Emirates mm. um, 
is Arabic, which is usually like Muslim. Yeah. And they like have to like shower before they pray, don't they? Or wash them. Wash, yeah. Think. So I guess that's the cultural element. Maybe. Yeah. And also like they just, they're just better. <laughs> yeah. Cause their whole life Basically. is luxury. Fam. Remember that hotel we stayed in in Dubai? Even the hotel I stayed in in Dubai. Oh, is it? Let me know which one it is and I'll go. Yeah, you should go. Actually, I won't need to because, uh, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> I just, woo, woo, I was close. Um, so we're near the end now. And we're watching the plane about to leave and we see some like passengers' opinions. There's one guy who like, he kind of seems like a basic guy who's just kind of like, it's almost like they paid him to be like, oh, you know, pretend you're rich and come and sit on the plane. <laughs> I didn't really buy like he had money. You don't money. buy it. No, and he was but late he or something. the ticket. Whatever. He was late or whatever. And then he has to like wait in the economy. How have I got a first class ticket and I'm still waiting with the economy? No, but if that, that was a bit weird to me because it's like, if you're first class or whatever, you still... You get called first. Yeah. you And then if you're whatever, you just go. You just go and show your ticket, no? Yeah. That's and they what I'm saying. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't believe it. But then there was this British couple. They were quite old and they tell us they fly. We fly in Etihad's first class cabin all the time and they're disappointed with the Singapore Airlines. Very disappointed. There's not enough room for two double beds. Two double beds. And we have to show one. And just, but imagine being works. their age. Though. Imagine being their age and like deploying a single bed and lying on a little camp bed in on the But airport. I think that but they were in two singles. No, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. No, not together. Just even on your own. No. With all your aches and pains. I know. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, Do you know what I mean? Enough, yeah. Lying on the. I don't know. It just but the thing is, at the end of the day, so what they said is there were only two there are only two double bed suites and they didn't get one and they didn't get one so you knew yeah, so, so it's fair, not it's yeah, not the airline's true. fault you just didn't get one so what you gonna do when you're rich like that i feel like that you can complain about anything and you yeah. just want what you want he said nothing works and it's not like i don't know what it's like, well he clearly he it works work because he was swiveling about on that chair doing swingy, swingy, he was swiveling swingy. to high heavens mate so we end with um my favorite part of the documentary and it's michael andreu of course and he tells us let's face it if i had the money i would never fly economy i would always turn left i would never turn right may we always turn left and never turn right in jesus name amen, let the church amen, say amen, amen amen may we always turn left may amen. we never turn right amen. that's my new prayer point honestly jesus turn my life left and never and right. never right hey god oh because obviously, for those who don't get it, like, you know, when you walk into the plane, obviously, us brokies have only ever turned right. I've only ever because turned that's right. where the brokies. And it's mad because business class is also when you turn right. Mm. Yeah. Because you have to go through business class to get to, get to it. So that's how I know it looks and like. I don't like going through the, that, that stuff. Like, how you, dare you, you, can see so them, you can see oh, the way they look God, at you. Yeah. You can see it. Just sitting down there with their champagne. Yeah. That's oh. Can you move, please? So I can. Can you move your leg? Yes, I'm going to economy and what? Oh, God. And you know, my parents always fly like business or whatever mm. and then leave us they leave you in yes they're like bye i would do that and they always call them first yeah of course so they like, okay, okay well we'll see you when we get home bye i would do that to my kids you haven't earned this yeah yeah i remember i saw children when i was going to nigeria you saw cho- yeah. children yeah it said, kills me it kills Can me get something your elders are you all right and it kills <laughs> me to know how much i really, really love, love you, you. So much ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah no that kills me i hate that shit why yeah it makes me mad Oh God. but this is the thing i don't want to begin flying first class or even business class and then have to go back so i'm just like so you when need I, to maintain yeah, yeah so when i when i start like there's there's no going back can't go back yeah, it's just like what it. olivia and thingy said last episode like yeah you can't maintain go back this, you can't go back you can't go back so you start crack you just cannot go back you can't go back it's crack for life <laughs> and i need that crack yeah in terms of airplanes guys yeah FBI not the, agent. Not the yeah. please but yeah. But you know, I really enjoyed this documentary. This, I really loved it. If I was a documentary, this would be me yeah. because it was all luxury, lapping it up. I think we should find more that are similar to this and just do them every once in yeah. a while. Just to remind us Just to of documentary our goals. on me. 
Which first class have you flown? <laughs> oh, even do you remember BK? So in this documentary, BK Tan actually goes and he watches. This guy has he has no time. I no mean, he life. has all the time actually. Yeah, no life is what he has. Um, he goes and watches this, and he's like, "Oh, I should have been on that flight." And it's like, "No, you shouldn't have, because no. if you should have been, you should have bought a ticket and been there." It's not. <laughs> it's not a thing that's like, oh, like. <laughs> but then I feel like when people bought the ticket, they probably didn't realize that was the flight. That it was a big deal. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Well. Do you know what I mean? Where's it gonna get? Anywhere? Yeah, I think you'd have to be a flight enthusiast to know. To know exactly, yeah. but normal person, mm. you never know. You might have been on a. Yeah, I'd really love not. to know if he's still Mike and Dre. You still employed? We can try to find him. He's been considering the years, COVID. Oh, and even the that airline, they. Oof. I mean, they've got. They had like Singapore Airlines. Yeah, they had like a year of solid flying, I guess, to pay back for the. What oh they, right, of oh, COVID, yeah. the Rona. The Rona. The Rona. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, guys. This is really enjoyable. I would suggest watching it if you have access yeah. to it. It might be on YouTube, but I didn't see it. It's a quick one. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It was really. It's really. It's an easy watch. It was mm. an easy watch. It was enjoyable. Like I didn't feel like I'm it wasn't laborious yeah. taking notes or anything. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, what are we doing next? Oh, can you say? It? I can't remember. Oh, oh god, something about everything. sex shop. A very British, a very British sex shop. Yes, we love a very British, which is quite reminiscent of a very British brothel episode that we did. So if I you had a sex that, with this girl, and she was that. from uh, Brazil. And Brazil. what did you say? No, you thought you didn't know if Madrid was in Spain or yeah, if Madrid Brazil. Brazil was in. Oh, guys, guys, I haven't watched it yet, but I reckon it'll be a very interesting mm. one about a family who own a sex shop Awkward. in Britain. Yeah. That'd be quite fun. Quite a naughty one. Yeah. But yeah, guys, um, where can they find us? You can find me us. at... I said us. Oh, you can find us uh-huh. at Two Girls One Doc. Instagram on and Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. And Facebook. And Facebook. Yep. Sure can. And where can we find you? Four ends with two underscores, Twitter and Instagram. And where can they find me? They can find you at BD1 Era. Oh. Wow, it really be your own. BD on Eyewear. On Instagram and Twitter, tweet tweet, and be doing eyewear dot com. Oh yes, I had like a spike on my website today. A spy, a spike. So like it will message me to be like, oh traffic alert! You've had a spike on I your website. I wonder what it was. Yeah, I know it's in Canada. So shout out to the Canadians out there. Sometimes when I get like, if I pick up my phone, I went back when I used to have notifications. Mm. If suddenly I see loads of like Twitter notifications, but did someone drop drop my nude or something? Like what is going on? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> see, this is why I can't be Twitter famous, man. Because I yeah. like I don't get. I go on Twitter and the only notification is Twitter saying put on your notifications. Excuse me. And I'm like, I, I said no. Pretty much will always be in your DMs. No, you haven't been in my DMs for a while. When was the last time you sent me a DM? I think I sent you one today. You didn't. Hun. No, you didn't. Okay, you haven't sent me one yesterday. today. Well, that's yet to be seen. Okay, there you go. Not the bang. <laughs> the bang. <laughs> that lives in my head rent free. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys, I want to play the trailer for a very British sex shop. Um, yeah, and we'll see Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip. Now that lives in my head rent free. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you, really, guys. Really, really appreciate it. We love you. Share with a friend. Yeah. And a yeah. couple of friends. You Just tell so your friends. We tell our friends. We can be friends. All right, guys. All right, babes. Bye. Oh, my God. Have you been watching Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives? It's on my to start list. Okay, we're going to discuss. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. Bye. Bye. When I first started out, I think that was probably the biggest you'd ever get. And now, you know, they're going up to that size. 
Kim Richardson has been catering to the great British public's every kink for nearly 20 years. Uh, my slogan is another day, another deal done. We also do that in large. His chain of sex shops is very much a family affair. There you go. Helping run the business, ex-wife Nancy. Because it's pure, but it's slutty. New wife Calandra. You try working with your partner's ex, it's not going to be easy. Daughter Kizzy. You want me to model a latex fashion show? And son Taz. A remote control bullet. It's every young guy's worst nightmare to hear their mum talk enthusiastically about sex toys. Day to day, this family get a unique peek into the bedroom habits of the nation. I like the fact that no one can see who I am. Nothing says I love you more than a 14-inch rubber fist. I love the sex business. You just don't know by looking at someone what they're into. But working with your nearest and dearest... What did you do today at work, darling? ...isn't always plain sailing. If you want to make me seem like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, then carry on on that train. See you it's a fucking shambles. Here we are today, all working as a happy sex shop family. 